and i was going to make a very nasty point when uzair said i was going to make a very nasty point when uzair said that like when uh, india goes to england uh, england can curate pitches to eliminate india's batting threat which they can't do against pakistan because there is no batting threat how are they losing then <laughs> <laughs> a brand new episode of direct hit a podcast where we discuss all things cricket celebrate our love for the game play some trivia and have a lot of fun in today's episode i have with me once again sid akash pranav and azhar now it is interesting to know that the first time we had this crew we had sid akash and pranav the next time we had this crew we had sid akash pranav and azhar and today we are going to assign full time status to another associate nation because we have all the way from great britain charlie shot charlie Hi guys. Okay. There he is. There he is. Right. So before we begin today's episode, and in today's episode, we're going to be discussing um, infamous rivalries, and I think that's a fitting one for Charlie to be on because Charlie is a rising junior at Tufts. He is an Englishman, a very proud Englishman. And very proud. before we start talking about infamous rivalries, uh, we would like to get an insight into Charlie's cricketing perspective. So Charlie, could you tell us a bit about um, your um experiences with cricket what got you into cricket what do you love about cricket what do you hate about cricket apart from australia and <laughs> everything in between it's not just australia it's, it's everyone <laughs> apart from england no so i i've been playing cricket since I was about 7 i think just loving the game playing every summer playing every winter playing as much cricket as i can and yeah just loving every minute of it watching as much as i can as well that is the briefest response that we have received on the podcast yeah. <laughs> that's all there is so, just it was so perfect it was so perfect just love cricket stay now before you go i was just saying that charlie's cricketing acumen was like his his batting as an opener his bat speaks louder than his mouth wow actions louder than mine only and stupid no, no sludging who's <laughs> gone <laughs> I agree. Charlie, do you want to talk about your time with Tufts Cricket? Why you joined us as someone who is significantly better than a lot of us? Well, I joined Sid because it was the only cricket I could find and I needed <laughs> to get my cricket in. Uh yeah, I've loved Tufts Cricket. It's been a good time. A few good games against BU, the tournament yes. in New York. That was a great experience for everyone. You know. Our man Lloyd, our our lord and oh, savior. Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's dive into the topic for today. So we are gathered here to talk about infamous rivalries, and we have representatives from all ends of the spectrum, but Australia. We have Uzair, <laughs> who is batting for the Pakistanis. We have uh, Charlie, who is batting for the Brits, and then we have four Indian fans because <laughs> <laughs> because that is what it is. <clears throat> we have like i think two thirds of two thirds of icc is also bcci so <laughs> it's only it's only fitting it's only fitting <laughs> so yeah uh, also if you combine our skills together we still can't like reach uh, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> you need the four of us to equal the two yeah <laughs> exactly yeah there we go <laughs> if we like to jump into the topic uh, right off the bat um what is your favorite rivalry and what is your favorite moment in that rivalry like one of the one of your fondest memories from that rivalry sid won't start today <laughs> wait no one has to start some you start okay yeah, for me it's start. Yeah. for me it's definitely um india versus pakistan because oh really 
Um, there was a sense like going into that tournament that Pakistan had like no hope. Like we were eighth in the rankings. I, like we played terribly in the first match against against India, and we needed a lot of luck in the final. Like if I remember, you know, Fakhar Zaman, Hafiz, even Babar Azam at that point, and Mohammed Amir had to pull in the game of their life yeah. to win us that match. Like Mohammed Afis, for example, has been playing cricket for like. 15 years now, more than he debuted in 2003. I still don't remember any other ODI innings that he's played that, like, through his batting, contributed to winning us that match. <laughs> he needed like four players to put in a shift of a lifetime um, to beat India. And then that goes to show, like, in terms of competition, how much the rivalry has kind of waned. Um, because, like, even in this last World Cup, Sure, we were playing, and it was gonna. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was a World Cup match, but there was clearly a favorite team going into it, and so the rivalry is kind of, you know, in a competitive sense, diminished. But the the excitement is still there, and any and any time Pakistan like does well, which is not that much anymore, um, it, it's it. People still remember it a lot more than any other match we play, and so, I think. It, it, it's got a, like my favorite rivalry has to be India Pakistan. Um, I, I just don't see an argument. I think in yeah. the in that in that Champions Trophy game, every single Pakistani player like contributed to the victory. Every single player, right? From yeah, I think yeah. Azhar, Azhar Ali and Fakhar Zaman at the top, then Mohammad Hafiz, Babar Azam, Shoaib Malik also hit like a few runs at the end, and they just won the game like with the bat. I feel like everyone who says yeah. that India blew the match is just so like I I feel like it wasn't true. Personally, because you can't blow a match if you have like your best bowler, like Jasprit Bumrah, bowling a no ball to dismiss Fakhar Zaman, and then every single batsman playing well. So, like, if you're if you lost the match in the first innings itself, there's no way that that match was blown. So, I feel like every single player played. Shadab Khan played well in that match. Hassan Ali played well in that match. Mohammad Amir, I think seven, eight of the players who like are still in the Pakistani team, they played exceptionally well. And just like a few years later, they played the same, almost the same eleven in the World Cup last year, and it was a totally different story. So. That just says that even though, like, even though the like, competitive spirit has diminished a bit, there's still that excitement that if you play like a similar eleven, you never know like what the outcome will be. Like you never, you never expected Pakistan to win that match, right? Like because there was a clear favorite going into that yeah. match, and Pakistan still ended up winning. So like there's still that element of mystery that when you go into an India-Pakistan match, you never know what's gonna happen. What, what about everyone else? Yeah. Uh, yeah for so me, fair. also it was definitely oh. the T20 World Cup, but uh, because. So, what was what's funny is that after watching that match, what I did was the next day when I had cricket practice, I actually bowled a few balls straight to the wicket to see if I'm able to hit it or not. After doing that, I said, okay, fine, you know, I'm better than those Pakistani bowlers who couldn't do that. Because what I did was in my mind, I recreated the scene where I'm bowling for India and I'm playing that match and, I'm, and I wanted to like recreate the atmosphere of having that much pressure. And then once I was able to do it, I thought, okay, fine, you know, even if I'm not good enough to play for the Indian team, I think I'm good enough to bowl for the Pakistani team. So I think that was an amazing memory. <laughs> and um, I think uh, like even after I watched that match, like even when I watched those highlights, as a kid, what I used to do is, you know how when the matches are really close, you don't expect a team to win. You wanted to like reach a draw so that you can watch either a super or something like that. So for me, even after I knew that the match is going to end in a draw, all as a kid, I would hope something else happens. And um, 
like i would still try to think as if i don't know what's going to happen in the end so that when the match would end in a draw would be like oh, okay fine it's actually going to happen <laughs> just so that, I, so that just so that i could get excited again so but like i always enjoyed such matches where like it 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 just didn't end in like the 20 or the 50 overs so i think that memory was awesome but the one defining moment for me was not in the 27 world cup it was in 2001 i think when sachin hit this uh, shot above like um about the third man to for six three about the show about the show about the scoring yeah yeah classic yeah. shot classic so, shot yeah i think yeah. i have never i think apart from sachin's straight drive i have never been so mesmerized by like one shot which he's played and i've tried to recreate that so many times but it's just too hard but i think i have watched that one video so many times so i think that's one defining moment for me which i enjoyed the most that innings was definitely very special i think india won that match in the first eight overs india like had like 90 <laughs> runs in the first eight overs and that was like sensational like sachin hit an odi 15 20 21 balls that time like in 2003 that, and that was yeah. spectacular that was spectacular mm-hmm. Yeah. That? Same same for me, you know. Um at least at least for most of most of our lives, most of my life, it's been India Pakistan that uh drove my my passion for cricket early on. Um and I guess in more recent years, I would arguably I would arguably think of maybe India Australia as a comparable, you know, game that I'm always excited for, but for most of my life it was india pakistan um obviously great memory was 2011 world cup like you mentioned um but another really really awesome game was not not a semi final final or anything um but i think 2012 asia cup um it was a game when akash is going to one up some i'm not going to one i'm not going to one him up you can't do that Um, only 183 only 183 only 183 bro <laughs> like pakistan bad it so well like hafiz hit 100 the other opener whoever it was hit 100 um so like someone else i think yunus or someone hit a 50 and they were just blazing that day it was insane um and dude like we came out um like gambhir got out sachin um hit a 50 and then what he got Ajman got him out with the dusra I think something like that and we're just sitting there like dude like how are we going to win and then Virat Kohli still a really young guy at this point comes in he hits a brilliant 183 like amazing knock and I think that's when for like the modern era of Indian cricket I think that's when we start seeing like a new king of the chase king kohli kind of thing start to form you know like it's the first time I remember seeing <laughs> Charlie, you tell us now. Why is India Pakistan your favorite rivalry? <laughs> 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 I say I do actually really enjoy the rivalry, but ultimate is England Australia. You can't you can't beat it. The history, the hatred, you know, the criminals versus the the Brits, the saviors, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's just it's too good. My favorite memory got to be Boxing Day Test 2010. in Australia, England coming out to bowl, you know, have many fans of the MCG bowled Australia out for under 100 and then proceeded to finish on like 200 and something for none. Just incredible. Won the Ashes first time in 30 odd years. It's too good, too good. But also in more recent years, 
not the Ben Stokes test, although that is a great memory, you know, Nathan Lyon, uh, fumbling ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the 2018 ODI series when England oh, scored yeah. 481 and the looks on the Australians' faces was just <laughs> incredible. Walking off the pitch, just oh, class. Can't beat this. They should have made this should. They should have made 500 that day. I was so shocked that they, they should have made 500 because they were at 350, 360, and 36 overs. There's no way that they should have yeah. ended at 500. If Jason Roy hadn't run himself out, he would have scored 250 and England would have scored 500. He was just on fire that day. Wait, had to run wait. himself out. I, I obviously don't want to, I just want to quick fire this at you, Charlie. What's your opinion of Alex Hills? Do you think he should be playing? In the context T20, of that yes. T20, yes. Oh, okay. T20, I think he should play. Everything okay. else, nah. I, I actually we we've we have Willow TV in our oh, yeah? cable TV yeah. and these days they've showed that Trent Bridge ODI like every day like this past week yeah. at least <laughs> on, like do stuff in the kitchen in the house and it's there and like, I think it was after 30 overs England were 250 for one and usually um, you know, the idea is to double your score yeah. after 30 overs and with four overs to go, England, they needed like 34, 35 runs to get to 500. And had like six wickets to go. Just throw the and, bat. And, and at that point, people had like, were like, okay, cool. Like, this is the highest score. Like, the fact that they had broken the highest ODI score in a match was amazing on its yeah. own. But just like not reaching 500, having seen that match like three times this week, they still it still yeah. hurts because like getting it was to it was just it was right there and they just let it slip it was it was the last four like the last four overs australia just yeah. bold like i think yeah blocked it out but well there was, was also the the stoyness sort of ridiculous one hand caught and bold which was just things started going their way towards Stoinis has done that many times. Stoinis did that to Dhoni in the 2019 World Cup also. Yeah. And yeah. he has such a nonchalant <laughs> look on his face, such a nonchalant look on his face. He's yeah, always yeah. chewing gum. He's always chewing yeah. gum and he throws the ball in the air and starts doing... Honestly, like growing up in, in, in India, I think obviously India-Pakistan is, um, is, is, the, is the deal, right? But I will say that for me personally, what I grew up, the matches I grew up feeling more excited about and feeling more upset when India lost was actually India-Australia. So I think today, yeah, India-Australia mm. seems to be a much more competitive rivalry. But even growing mm. up, I remember watching and, you know, disliking Michael Clark and Andrew Simon. And, um, just watching us get crushed in India, ODI series after ODI series. And even in Australia, of course, watch us go play tri-series against Sri Lanka and lose in Australia again. Like... <laughs> You know, I think a rivalry to me is defined by the teams that you lose consistently against and then are suddenly able to beat. Like, it has to be... India-Pakistan, I think, is one of those things. Also, the fact that we haven't played them as often as we've played Australia, at least in recent years, right? And I think that kind of concept just keeps getting hit. Like, wow, Australia is always going to be the team that we're going to really compete against. And India-Pakistan was competitive for a long time. I still think it is competitive. 2017, like, was a crazy game. And even now, I'm, it, I'm never looking at the India-Pakistan game going, yeah, it's a write-off. But uh, I, for me, the more intense rivalry is India-Australia by far. Um, and of my favorite years. moment, sorry? Of late years. Of late, yeah. But even actually, I'm seeing even way back yeah. when. Um, yeah. My favorite rival, uh, my favorite moment is, is actually an India-Pakistan moment is from that 2003 series. So I was just reading a book about it actually recently that talks about like 
how big this series was being played in Pakistan um, after the, you know, the, the various political events that had happened in the early part of the century and um, how it was just this major fan following and how it was just, a, it, it, the, it ended up being purely about the cricket at the end of the series and it was neck and neck throughout that first ODI where India hit, I think, 350-odd and our very, very good bowling of Zaheer Khan and Lakshmi Balaji and other stalwarts gave up, got it within five runs. So um, I think that, that was just... That was the Javed Niandad match where he's like in the gallery telling... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Move away, make room yeah. and hit it over yeah. extra... Yeah. That was yeah, iconic. In fact, I think, was, did Shoaib Malik play that match? But some, Shahid Afridi, Shahid, somebody like came and just, no, I'll tell you who it was, it was Abdul Razak, came at the end of the innings and just ripped the bowling apart to the point where like we had no idea. And then finally they just lost by four runs. So it's like, I think that kind of spoke to the way the rivalry used to be. And, um, and I think to me it still is. And it's just like, there's so many factors beyond cricket that just come out when India-Pakistan play. And I think it's just, it's an expression of how like obviously there's friendships and relationships built beyond the sport between both sides, but when they're on the cricket field, I think it's just one of the most interesting things to watch. Oh, yeah, I think to yeah, add to really... the India, to add to the India-Australia dimension, I think uh, whenever India plays Pakistan, for me, it's more about India ensuring that they don't lose because it's like if they win, they don't gain anything, but if they lose, they have to like they're going to have to suffer a lot of humiliation. So it was not about India beating Pakistan to, to prove a point. It was Pakistan beating India to prove a point. Versus whenever it was India versus Australia, Ouch. I would feel Ouch. scared because. Was there? Was there? Was trying to smile? Really very hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is this is this is this was the impression which uh, India versus Pakistan matches had for me growing up, and when and especially like in the early like I'd say between 2005 2010 when India played Australia when Australia had that dark green jersey, I think that's when I would like. I, I like I felt most scared of the Australian cricket team, and that's when I thought whenever India, although India had a brilliant team, whenever India played Australia, I would always feel that Australia sort of had a stronger team and Australia had a greater chance of winning. So never, so whenever India would end up beating them, I would I would be pleasantly surprised and I would feel as if India has done a very good job. But for some reason, I never felt that whenever India played Pakistan. No, I mean, yeah. that's fair. Right, yes, I mean, have, like, at I mean, least, like some of us, we have seen significantly fewer India-Pakistan matches also. And like a lot yeah. of them have been, yeah. a lot of them have been like one-sided. But then I feel like when it comes to rivalry, such as ones between, like such as the one between India and Pakistan, because so many matches have been one-sided, I think there is a competitive spirit in that as well. That you know, whichever team wins is going to win the match like big time. Yeah. If Pakistan yeah. wins, they're going to take the game away from India in the first innings. If India wins, mm. then India is going to take the game away in the first innings. So you know that like that game is going to be like, apart from the 2007 like World T20, which came like right down to the wire. And I feel like when yeah. when um, when uh, Uzay was saying that like it, it took him so much, so much time to recover from it, in hindsight, it's it's taken me a long time to register the fact that the two people who became heroes of the moment were Joginder Sharma and Chisan. They were the two players who became the players of the moment, and it's very difficult for me to register like a a paradigm shift in Indian cricket being instituted by Joginder Sharma and Srisant. <laughs> Whilst Joginder Sharma and Srisant, you know, made that moment happen, I think that was probably the best thing for Indian cricket. Yeah, um, that, exactly. Paradigm shift. That's a critical juncture. Um, for Indian cricket, that led to the rise of the IPL and everything that's happened since. Before that, like <laughs> old, you know, the old stallions in India weren't even ready to play that tournament. Like there yeah. was such a delegitimization of T20. Yeah. 
um, yep. cricket around the world that has been that can be directly attributed to that one freaking scoop that Miss Puff made, and there's something to be said for that um, on its own. But like just bringing in the 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 Australia India rivalry, I think it, it, competitively. Australia, India has always given Australia a difficult time in Australia. And the fact that like the, the Gavaskar um, border series is competitive has, has yeah. kind of led to the rivalry being like those, those series being watched both in India and, and Australia. But, the same, but, but India has struggled in England. And so, like, not hearing about competition between India and England is also kind of weird because there's a historical, you know, legacy outside of cricket. And then I mean, there's also, yeah. you know, a cricketing com- competitiveness, which is where Pakistan comes in. So when Pakistan, Pakistan has fared a lot better than India in England um, over, the, over, like, this past decade. And in, in tests especially, but also in ODIs. So there's a sense that when... You know, we travel to the UK. We did. We we. Um, it was two two in twenty sixteen, and it was one one in twenty eighteen. Um, there is a sense of competition between, at least in the Test arena, between in India, between Pakistan and England, which I haven't really seen when India goes to England. Um, That's a good point. I will say just quickly. Sorry. Yeah. In in when Pakistan come, I'm worried that England will lose the Test series. But when India come, I always have full confidence that England will win. I just, it's just something. I just know we will beat India, but Pakistan always pose challenges. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you actually. Like, for some reason, I'm, that's why I think, like, so sorry. Uh, go, go, go. So, so it, and it perplexes me because it's the opposite case in Australia. I don't know if it's a pitch yeah. thing, I don't know if it's a mentality thing, but we haven't beaten Australia in tests since 99. Oh. Ooh. So we haven't beaten them in one test in Australia since '99, and we and we go there every four years and play a That's like 15 matches now without yeah, a win. The last series wasn't uh, wasn't too good for Pakistan. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's this growing dread before every South Africa tour, before every Australia tour, that you're gonna go and you're just gonna get plummeted. And you just you're hoping oh. for moral wins at some point. So like, oh, Nasheem, Nasim Shah is gonna come, bowl a great bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> like, Nasim Shah. There's there's, there's a dread Shah. of like you're just not being able to beat South Africa and Australia in tests away. Yeah. That does not exist in England. Like I'm so confident yeah. when we go to England. Uh-huh. I don't understand if it's a it's a if it's we'll, we prepare more for that series as well. So right now we spend we sent a 29 man squad like a month before the series is begun. <laughs> um, and I'm like super, super ready for it because I think yeah. it's going to be, we've always given the England, the England summer, yeah. uh, like a lot more preparation than you know, other tours. And I think that goes to yeah. the competitiveness of like the India, uh, the India, England rivalry compared to the, the India Australian rivalry. Because I think I definitely agree. Like for me as a fan, there's definitely this sense of, when we were playing away in England, you know, when you see like Jimmy Anderson coming in, you're every single ball, you're Wickets. scared for your Wickets. life that these idiots <laughs> are going to throw it away, you know, pushing on off stump every ball, like every ball, That's... I'm just scared for my life. But regardless I don't feel that of, in Australia. Like... Regardless of how the team has developed since, India team, I mean, 
Yeah. I just keep watching the, the 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 highlights of that series in 2018 against England yeah. when Murli Vijay was made to look mm. like one of us. <laughs> against, uh, he looks, he I feel so bad for him. He but can't what, hit do you, the ball. what can you do? But what can you ball. do? What... Can tell you honestly. It just it just seems like there's much more confidence when India come that we will win. I think it's because in recent years, Pakistan have won a few tests and given England a run for their money. Yeah. Whereas India have come and like in 2014 got blown away, 2018 got blown away. It's like, it's not close when India come. I think no, in India, also, um, India's advantage is also like a weakness. You know, England yeah. curates pitches to eliminate India's batting threat when they're in England. And so that's why the swing bowling you're talking about, you know, the six inch movement, that is something that, yeah, that's a very that that is intentional because India's batting has always been a lot more threatening yeah. than than its bowling. That's changing now, mm. but um, I think the batting struggles a lot more in in England because you know the curators need to. Just, eliminate, you know, it also does just seem that Indian batsmen don't know how to play the swinging ball. And that they make the same mistakes in every test that they come and play. They just don't get a good stride and just nick no, off. And, or just and also, like Kohli uh, has not been very good against outsiders, yeah. right? And you see how, and you see how the entire cricket team is dependent on Virat Kohli doing well. So mm-hmm. I think it's taking a lot of time for the Indian team to sort of bank on its lower order more yeah. uh, than just focus on the top three. So when Kohli is struggling with outswingers, and you have Anderson bowling those outswingers yeah. to him, and you see Kohli and the top order toppling off then like it's very natural for the rest of the team to not do very well. Just and you've seen that yeah. pattern for so long. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was more about like the top order not being able to play the new ball well. Yeah. I also think there's something to be said. You also play county in the UK, right? They're not allowed Sorry? to. That's exactly. one of the issues, I think. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, a lot no, of Indians can play county. Indians, Indians can play county. Ashwin plays, Pujara plays, Pujara plays, so like all of them, if before, but, but they only the play thing. before it's... like a major, like summer yeah. match. Like, yeah. like yeah. one batsman is also going to play? Right. And one batsman can't no score. Idea, no idea. I mean, yeah, Steve Smith can't yeah. win an Ashes series, yeah. or win a series. Unless it's yeah. Steve Smith. So, yeah, Steve Smith's just a creep. Are you, does, Charlie, Charlie, does Marnus Labuschagne now scare you after the Ashes? Yes. Oh my God, that was... I really wish that concussion, oh, yeah. concussion substitutes weren't a thing because now we just burst Marnus Labuschagne. <laughs> yeah, literally terrifying. gave birth to Marnus Labuschagne. He was such he an average player in the Pakistan series, in the India series. Yeah. He was just not good. Then he became Steve Smith's substitute and just it's out of nowhere. In the county season, he was filling those boots, right? He was filling Steve Smith's boots. boots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He was, he was yeah. in great form, came in, and then, yeah, now it's... Now, now, now a monster has been born. <laughs> was, yeah, seriously. It's also going to make a very nasty point. If I'm not wrong. Or did he get to 100? Where? Who? In the Ashes? His overall career average. There was, a, there was a point where he was at 100. His overall career average? His career average right now is at 67 or something like that. So oh he's, actually doing, he's actually doing very Whoa. well. Quite well. Crazy. Batting, because if you're not out, your average... Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. While he was batting, there was a point. I, I don't know if it was in the ashes. It was. It was. It has to be in the ashes where he was batting, and his average was higher than Bradman's. Manas, <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy. Oh, he's like such in the a last couple of series that he has played, he has actually been like a force to reckon with. So that, that's definitely yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. inarguable. 
And I was going to make a very nasty point when Uzair said, I was going to make a very nasty point when Uzair said that like when uh, India goes to England, uh, England can curate pitches to eliminate India's batting threat, which they can't do against Pakistan because there is no batting threat. (laughs) 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 How are they losing then? (laughs) Pakistan is winning because England can't do anything to curate. Yeah, they don't know know how they bat. Can't make pitches. (laughs) No, because the first match of the 2017 or 2018 season that England played against Pakistan, England got stumped by Pakistan. That was an amazing yeah. match. I loved watching yeah. Pakistan. I mean, I think Muhammad Abbas that, was Muhammad yeah. Abbas was the one who won it for them. What a match that was! Yeah. Like a lot of teams historically have wanted to beat England in England because it's like earlier when England was the colonizer, like the British emperors, the British royalty <laughs> used to play cricket in these countries with each other. Like they used used to not play with the like yeah. with the people who they were colonizing. So now for every yeah. team. It's like going to, like at least for India, I know like a lot of the media presents it this way that if you beat India, like if you beat England in England, then you're beating the colonizer, right? So you're one upping mm. the colonizer. So like that is the one, like that is something really exciting. So that like there's so much like, excitement around it, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Like I don't think we're going to be able to go to England, and I think England unless you I think when Anderson and Broad retire, England. Things will go change. through a slump in terms I mean, of bowling. Because Broad has, a, Broad has a too injury prone. And then there Jock, aren't really yeah, any other, yeah. I can't think Wokes. of any other young Wokes? English quicks. Wilkes is like 32. Oh. <laughs> Broad, Broad, yeah. is, Broad has a good amount. Like Broad is 32 as well, right? I think so, yeah. So he's got Broad also has a, a good five, years. six years. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I, see, I, I never I had much think... respect for Broad because the first time he came into the line bed for me was when Yuvraj Singh smashed him for his <laughs> <laughs> So he's that but guy. Let his respect, <laughs> let his respect come into that. Let his respect come into that. He just bowled six really bad deliveries. Yeah, but dude, that was my first impression of Broad, the guy who Yuvraj yeah. Singh hit for six sixes. So <laughs> after that, no matter what he did, I always felt like if he bowls Pranav, a good you over, you keep or having that impression. Goal. But he's going to be the main reason we keep losing tests in India. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just unfortunate that we have guys in other countries who excel. Like, you know, Kohli in Australia has done well in South Africa. Yeah. You know, different like Rahane has done well in other countries. We have guys who honestly had superb records in other countries, but no one has that in England right now. And it's just really unfortunate that we can't carry the ability to adjust to conditions yeah. in so many countries, but not in England, you know? I mean, you think back, even, even Sachin doesn't have that good a record in mm. yeah, England. They're just historically mm. bad in England. Yeah. So, I mean, like, every time India tours England, there's one player who would play well in one test match. But apart yeah. from that, there's not going to be one. Rahani in the 2014 season, I think, hit 100. And right. um, Kohli hit 100 when we last went. Pujara hit like a 50. But that's what happens. But on the contrary, like, you know, one other place where like Indians don't have a good record is New Zealand. New Zealand. Mm, no one. Yeah. No, not Pujara, not Kohli. Like, neither Pujara nor Kohli. None of them have played well in New Zealand. Every time we have got New Zealand to play less yeah. matches. And that is flabbergasting. I have no idea why that's the case. Great minds think alike, Sid. I think everyone struggles in New Zealand. Yeah, um, because most, most teams will go to New Zealand before an Australia tour for tests. Yes, and mm. so the, the the main the main event is the Australia tour, and usually teams will play like two, three matches, usually two in New Zealand. And um, you know, even who is um who who's their pace attack right now? It's Bolt. It's Bolt. Oh, they have a good Wagner. one. Bolt. Wagner. Saudi. They have a good Jameson. one. Kyle Jackson. Jackson. Very good bowling attack. Kylie Jameson doing very well. Wagner's stats are better than Bolt and Sal. They're insane. 
Wagner is amazing. They're, Wagner they're is amazing. an amazing, amazing attack. And at home, yeah, it's... Yeah. 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 I mean, I think what had happened like was... Like you said... Sorry, sorry, well, go, I was just saying, like you said, you either go before an Australia series yeah. or you go after when you've just lost to Australia. Like in 2017, England went after losing 4-0 and they got bowled out for 60 or something. It's like they just <laughs> was... take advantage of teams and they do really well at home. Yeah, but see, one of the most interesting things, like, yeah, New Zealand at home is one thing, but remember how when they went to Australia and got killed? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's also that Australia just makes sense to me. I agree, but I, I thought New Zealand would give them some semblance of competition. Yeah. You know, but also New Zealand's mm-hmm. batting is like again relying on one person. So yeah, not much to go off. Yeah, yeah. You guys see after like although like you would go to New Zealand before an Australia tour, right? But ever since Tim Payne has become captain, do you guys see a difference? Like I feel you know Tim Payne for me when I found out he was captain, it was like you know when you hire like a sophomore intern to work at a company and then suddenly you tell the the intern to become a CEO and then the interns like you know what's <laughs> happening with him. I felt that when Tim Payne when Tim Payne became captain, and then ever since ever since that, like no matter how good Australia's team is, I mean I just don't like when I see Virat Kohli and Tim Payne standing together as captains versus when I used to see like someone I used to see Smith standing or Licky pointing as like standing Smith over there. Pointing, yeah. I'm just not as intimidating. Yeah. Exactly. So like I think ever since Payne has become captain, Australia has just start like stopped having that sort of an impression where. They have a team which can sort of dominate the world. I remember like last year when New Zealand was playing England, like uh, in New Zealand, Charlie and I had made a bet of ten dollars that uh, New Zealand's gonna win the first one, and I have to, oh. I still have the ten pounds. Yeah. Ten pounds, sorry, oh. I, have, I have the ten pounds that Charlie had given. Me. <laughs> right before the cricket practice. Frame it. Frame it. This is right before yeah. the. I'm never going to use this ten pound, these ten pounds, because I don't know if I'm going to go to London anytime soon. But I'm going to preserve these ten pounds and keep That's them. That's a bet. Because England yeah. made 197 runs in 97 overs and they lost the match by by an innings and 65 runs. Yeah. <laughs> an innings but and 65 next runs. test, bounce back, reach score 200, so you know. <laughs> well, that's true. That, but that was also a draw. That was also a draw. That was also a draw. Yeah, but, lost, you know. Not the series. Maybe <laughs> four bounce back. Yeah. What's happening in, in like England right now with, with, the, with the West Indies tour? So they're... Yeah. They're playing at Old Trafford and Southampton because they have hotels on site. So they're all just staying there, training, and then playing behind closed doors. But yeah, I'll be. So are they? Are they all going to gonna like? So cricket. Are they going to finish at Old Trafford, then go, and then like have another like trial period where they wait at Southampton and then play? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, the West Indies have been here for a while now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just training and stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm sad that Shimron Hetmyer has not come over. Though. I know he's my favorite yeah. West Indian, yeah. and he's not coming. On the it's on the so Tufts cricket on the Tufts cricket website, um, everyone you, has, yeah. like everyone who's on it has their best player written, and Jolly has like Shimron Hetmyer as his <laughs> best cricketer ever written on there. Was, <laughs> I love Shimron Hetmyer. That Hetmeyer. was so shocking. Those, really why? I, I like know, what? Oh, because Uzair has like Uzair is on the website, and he I think for him they, like you guys have put Misbah. And like Sid, for Sid also you have someone else, and for and then Charlie is Shimron Hedmeyer, and I was so shocked yeah. when I saw the website. <laughs> I, like, I think he's class. Just seeing him when England were last in the West Indies for the Test series. Oh yeah. Just the way he carried he himself, well. I was like, wow, he well. and this dude, guy he, is insane. India has not. Passing in his wide brim hat with his gold yeah. chain. <laughs> <laughs> 
so India, cool. <laughs> India has not found a solution to Shimran Hetmyer. Every time he's no. come to India two yeah. times and he has he's taken us to the cleaners every single time. He's he's very, I, I have a lot of respect yeah. for him. And um, mm-hmm. one of the Charlie on your like impression of him, one of the uh, the things like you know how ESPN does the twenty five and twenty five like twenty five questions yeah, for, yeah. for you know every the question that was asked of him was who's your favorite cr- cricketer and he says himself. <laughs> like that is, that's brilliant. That's, just, that's, that's yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, that is a thing in the West Indies. It's self-belief there is on another. Yeah, level. a lot of self-confidence in the West Indies. They have lots of self-confidence. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You gotta have a certain level of self-confidence. Yeah. Self-identify yeah. as the universe boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. I, that's the thing to me. Like, Dwayne Bravo, look at Dwayne Bravo. He makes every single song. Oh, yeah. about, every single song that he makes, he puts another cricketer's name in it. I am all the champion. I love West. You, you have to like take a moment to acknowledge like West Indies cricket. And even though it might not be in its best of like bestest of phases, I feel yeah. like West Indies cricket is such a delight to watch every time they play against yeah, any they're team. So exciting. The match against England last year before the World Cup. Last year They're before the World better. Cup, when they toured England, when they toured England before yeah. the World Cup last mm-hmm. year, I think it was uh, Chris Gale who hit like a 175. Yeah, that was an insane match. That was such an insane. I think that that was in it, West yeah, Indies, wasn't it? Or was it? Was it in England? It was in England, but that was, was the Test England? Series in West Indies in. Uh-huh. 2018, I think. Yeah. Holder scored 200. Holder scored 200. Yeah. 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 West Indies won the T20 World Cup. I think, undisputedly, they've been Two the times. world's second favorite team across yeah. the board. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, whoever you are. And that has to do with, like, the fact that they're underdogs in, in most settings. The fact that they have, like, amazing, very likable players. Yeah. And, yeah. and the fact that all cricket boards are exposed to them because they send so many players to... To the leagues, so everyone, yeah. knows, everyone knows how cool like West Indians are, and <laughs> couple that with, you know, the, the, the problems going yep. going on with the board. They have yeah. a good end of end of likable boys, and right, they are yeah. the world's second favorite team, at least. And that's my and impression. especially of relevance yeah. to us as as people who play in America, like they're the backbone mm-hmm. of cricket in the U.S. Yeah, oh, definitely. You know, they yeah. started cricket in the U.S. Like really cricket in the US in the mm-hmm. early 1900s. So, Florida. CPL, Florida, CPL yeah. played in New York. CPL had one entire phase in Florida last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CPL 2018 oh, wow. they played like one full week in Florida. If we if amazing. we stuck with Lloyd, if we stuck with Lloyd, we would have we would have played in Florida. <laughs> if, we, if we stuck with Lloyd, we might have seen uh, Rihanna, Chandrapal, God knows who else. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like uh, oh West Indies, God. West Indies has won the T Twenty World Cup two times, and yeah, yeah. I even do, mm. last year during the World Cup, they looked like they could win every single match that they played. And I'm not gonna oh. lie, the match against mm. New Zealand when Carlos oh, Bradley got such caught, a heartbreaking I, match. I, it was such yeah. a heartbreak for oh. me. I, yeah. I don't know really why he went for that shot. And Brathwaite doesn't. He, Brathwaite does one good innings every three years. He makes the team. He makes the yeah. team as a bowler. He makes the team as a bowler. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, if you look at him, he's called a bowler. His every single profile of his says bowling all rounder, and he's not a bowler. <laughs> if there's anything you know about Bradley, he can't bowl. <laughs> he's such a slow bowler. But Lord, he can like, hit four match, sixes in a row though. That match, yeah. oh, oh my God! Wait, remember that, 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 oh, that, 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 that was insane. Tears, tears. 
Ben Stokes both. And he played it so effortlessly. Like you didn't feel like he was putting in also lots of effort. He played it so effortlessly. Yeah, nice. Played it so well. Like, yeah. That you like watching Andre Russell bat in the IPL. Andre Russell made like 45 runs in 12 balls. You like watching Karen Pollard bat when he yeah. plays yeah. for Mumbai. You like watching Dwayne Bravo do some of his like like uh, this, uh, like do some miracle, miraculous fireworks. Mm-hmm. But when Brathwaite oh. bats, Brathwaite mm-hmm. just stands back and he's like it's just like Chris Gale if he were right-handed, like to a certain extent. <laughs> no foot movement, just swings the bat. <laughs> no foot movement, just swings the bat. It's like he's but warming up by playing four six eleven with much more conviction. With much more conviction. Yeah. On top of just the tremendous. The tremendous swag that like West Indies has, which I envy as um, as a person. The fact that they have Ian Bishop as like their yeah. lead commentator in all tours and all matches, like the the amount of knowledge and the amount of time he spends knowing players and like yes, he'll tell you some drive that like Heather Ali hit in some closed match yeah. game in yeah. which you know. Three, the three scouts identified that he was going to be the next big thing way back in 2017 when he was 14. Like he's. Saw me and take notes. Contrast <laughs> <laughs> that. You contrast that with like Ramiz Raja, who knows nothing about Manjaker. Pakistan cricket. Manjaker, bro. Oh. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Like I have a huge pet peeve with commentators who don't know about the players they're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember in the 2017 Champions Trophy when we were playing England in the semis, Amir got injured right before the match. So this is right mm. before our final with India. So Amir got injured right before the match, and Ruman Reis, who was a left arm replacement, he came in, and I forget who asked Ramiz about Ruman. Uh, like, oh, who is Ruman? Who is a replacement? And he knew nothing about the fact that Ruman was arguably the the best bowler in terms of like variation in in Pakistan, yeah. and, and 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 he he didn't know about you know his qualities. And sure. as a Pakistani commentator, not knowing about the qualities of your players, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just that oh, that is that is my biggest pet peeve with with yeah. with Ramesh. And yeah. I contrast that with Bishop, who seems to know yeah. everything about anyone and. Blown yeah, away. not just West Indies cricket. He knows the ins and outs of every major every, cricket nation. There are some, yeah, yeah. there are some cricketers who were great cricketers during their time, and they also made amazing commentators. Like I also mm. like Michael Holding, but Michael like, Holding, his Holding voice is, is just Michael incredible. Holding has a his voice is voice. nice. Yeah. Just that he's a he's a bit too critical of the T20I format. I feel. Yeah, like, and he looks. I love that. Like, 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 I hate T Twenty cricket. Like, I just love that. He just. He also hates India. He hates India. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder why. He, he hates BCCI <laughs> and India. But like he for someone India who's a, for some passion because yeah. of the idea. Yeah. Yeah, and also because like if you see someone like from a traditionalist in cricket like Michael Holding, he definitely wouldn't Locked like the him. fact that BCCI is like BCCI is dominating ICC so much yeah. and like all the corruption yeah. that's taking place. I remember, like, I, I remember Walter. I think he was the saddest, like, commentator, like, or, like on the panel when um, Muhammad Amir's no ball was exposed in 2010. Oh uh, yeah, that, and he was so ball. sad. He, he was so sad. So you know? sad. Like he, yeah. he was, he was, yeah. Like, and that we, so we were like, we, at that that day, I woke up, heard the news. We were angry. Like it was just anger yeah. as your first reaction, and we, and I remember watching. You know Michael Holding in his like Sky Sky Cricket mm. comment box, almost in tears. Yeah, and that was when yeah. I was like, "Wait, why am I not empathizing with 
Yeah. <laughs> the fact that like a nothing, knife. Nothing hurts Michael <laughs> holding more than someone someone who's as put like uh, someone who has as much potential as someone like Muhammad Amir bowling like 150 right, clicks right. like. Engaging in something like that, that must have bowled. He bowled so well that series as well. Oh my god, he bowled extremely well that series. Yeah. Was he? Was he? Makram said that he was. He was better than him at age. Um, yeah. Team, when he started, wow. and he said that during wow. that series. Yeah. And um, before that in Australia as well, he just he he blew him and Asif blew away Australia. Um, mm. Asif is, Asif and Amir could have. Probably taken Pakistan's Test team to number one way before 2016. Yeah, if that stayed on, but like holding, holding an Atherton after after that incident Atherton. have like kind of been, you know, the 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 international, uh, kind of lobbying group for Amir and like yeah. to come back. I watched I watched Atherton's like documentary like where he where he when he was interviewing Amir and he just seemed so empathetic and he just seemed so forgiving. Of Amir's mm. uh, of Amir's lead because he realized that Amir at such a young and nascent stage, so like just taking advantage of his potential. Yeah, 